Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Ryan from Millennials in Motion, where we give that real, relatable, and entertaining spill on adulthood from the Black Millennial perspective. Only on the ninety point five Flavor Station today, we got. Hey, y'all! It's Nyla back in the studio. What's up? What's up, y'all? It's your girl Brianna J. You know we back in the studio. Let's go. Hear ye, hear ye! It's Haji. I have returned, and I'm just so happy to be here. Hey, y'all know who it is. Your boy Molly Mom from the 305, aka Mr. Brandon Campus, a lot of the hottest personality on 90.5 The Flavor. For sure. So, we're going to get right into the first topic. So, Nyla, since this is your topic, I'm going to let you introduce Woo. it. Okay, so my topic is I just wanted to talk about the fact that was it a law mm-hmm. that he like DeSantis? He DeSantis yeah. So basically, yeah. yeah, Ron DeSantis, he basically just removed African American studies as a class, like system. AP class, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. From so, the AP curriculum. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because I just, I mean, obviously we're we're black, so we feel like that's not something that should be happening. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Why is it wrong for us and other people to learn about our history, our culture? Yeah. It's not really a matter of whether it's right or wrong. It's a matter of how they're trying to change the system against yeah. black people even more. Uh-oh. They never was teaching the right history anyway. So them taking it away completely is just like, wow. It's like, y'all just trying to completely disregard the fact that we exist. I think, because I spoke about this with a faculty member the other day, and I was basically saying that in order for them to allow that course to be in school, like, they would have to reframe the entire educational system because the reason... My theory is that he won't allow them to have African-American studies in schools because it's going to contradict the white history that we already learned. It's going to contradict mm-hmm. the Asian history that we already learned. Mm-hmm. The events are not going to match up. Kids are going to be like, like, hold on, hold on. They're going to be like, wait right. a minute. Why we all got to get new textbooks when that last textbook just said that y'all did this? Now I have to find out that this really happened Columbus this way. discovered America yeah, and this like, one say that it was so black people already there. You would have to reframe the entire school board from the ground up. And I feel like they just keep putting a Band-Aid on it because this has been going on for a very 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 long time like yeah most of the stuff a lot of students that i've met at least and even myself included you don't learn a lot of things about black history until you come to college and come to fam you where you have to have an african-american yep. history course and if you're a transfer student you don't have to take it mm-hmm. yeah so really? no i don't think I it's a requirement for transfer students you don't have to have course. so it's like the lack is kind of it's just kind of imbalanced no nah, i feel you and i mean honestly even when it was included in the ap curriculum system at my high school Specifically, I've never seen African-American studies offered as a class that we could take because I was in the IB program. We had to take AP and IB classes. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I've never seen that class uh, offered for us to take. My class, my IB classes had it. For real? Mm-hmm. So, because when I seen that, I was like, this really wouldn't have made a difference for me because it wasn't even offered within the curriculum that I was right. taking for real. So I was like, dang. Mm-hmm. But now that's like blatantly not available for anybody. Yeah. It's just like, ugh. Also, too, I think um, with all this that's going on with the education system in the United States, it's just like a domino effect. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, back in the day, it was if you don't want them teaching your kids certain stuff, start going to school board meetings, start voting right Mm -hmm. then parents started voting so they said oh man black people are starting to vote well we need to change stuff up they started changing stuff up and now they're just like oh fight 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 but what's gonna happen is black people are just gonna start taking their kids out and homeschooling them yeah and when that happens i feel like it's gonna rupture the economy too because we pay taxes for public school we Mm -hmm. pay taxes for school buses we pay taxes for even online schooling Mm -hmm. and it's just like people are looking at it and they're like why are y'all taking my taxes out if my kid not even involved in this that's so i think you know this school board thing is just a small problem that's a part of a bigger 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 problem 
Well, something that I had heard when I was talking to some people about it, some people were saying that the African-American curriculum that was already in place was already corrupt. Like watered down. It was already teaching people the wrong things to begin with. So the reason that they're trying to get away with it is so that they can fix it to make it better. Because you can't just change the curriculum in the middle of the semester. Now that makes sense. Who gonna be in charge of fixing it? To make right, it right, right. So it's like, are, is it really gonna get fixed, right. or are and we just putting another who? band-aid on it, and then eventually it's just gonna disappear? Because mm-hmm. I was gonna say, who's the one actually creating the curriculum? Let me create it. Well, when you absolutely not. no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of the people who write these textbooks are white and Middle Eastern. Right. Yeah. Well, we got a so, white man writing about our history. Yeah. Get you Dr. Know, Umar. I saw a post that was like, um, no, I mess with Dr. Umar. I do. <laughs> Y'all don't support Dr. Umar? We say free. I gotta think of the post I saw. I saw a post that was like that. It was like, Y'all wanna know what Dr. Umar's. It was like African American history (laughs) has never been African American history. It was, uh. Oh, African American history didn't become African American history until after slavery. Can you, can you, can you go into further depth? Okay, for example, in an African American, like, shout out to Dr. Kyle. Shout out to Dr. Kyle. But we didn't become African American until after After slavery. slavery. Anything before that is black history. Mm -hmm. So, African American history only tells you about what happened after we got off the ship because we were in America at that point in time. Mm -hmm. So that's why either way, if they had an African-American history class, like for schools, Mm -hmm. of course not for FMU, because shout out to Dr. Kyle, but (laughs) at any other public schooling system, it would start with slavery. Like it would start with, it would literally start with transatlantic slavery. It wouldn't tell you anything about Egypt. It wouldn't tell you anything about how our ancestors helped to build things. It wouldn't tell us about our origin initially. Yeah, about anything before we got to America. Uh So what, I don't know. I didn't hear that from a post, but I heard that, like I learned that in class. But it it didn't say that, it was something else. It was like a little club, clever like, oh. It was on Twitter? It was on Instagram. It was like African-American history could never been, could never really be African-American history because, I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry. You don't have to know now. Yeah. yeah. But when I saw it, it was real. I was like, oh, yeah, they, mm-hmm. they yeah. snapped. They mm-hmm. snapped with this one. Mm-hmm. So do you think this decision being made, do you think this will kind of grow into something that will affect colleges at some point, and especially HBCUs? I'm going to say no, only for two reasons. Okay. One, because every HBCU doesn't require the African-American history course already. Mm-hmm. A lot of organizations, churches included, that are state-funded, they have to teach what they're told to teach. Right. And we're lucky enough to go to a school where teachers are willing to risk their job to truly educate us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at a school like TSU, they've never even required that type of course mm-hmm. because they don't want to offend people. So I don't think it will affect colleges because it's like a lot of our HBCUs are still private. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our public HBCUs, they're just like, well, these are my demands. And as a state, if you don't want to meet these demands, then we're going to come for you as a forest. Like, Especially since they re- yeah. receive funding as a public university. And Exactly. And also, I don't know. I mean, fam, you, they be protesting and suing a lot. Mm-hmm. So, did y'all go to the rally? No, I had class during the time. I thought it was supposed to be at 4.30 today. No, they said it was at 12.30. Oh, what rally? They were having a protest at the Capitol. You got to know your role. I'm more of a pass out water. put on bandages kind of girl. I'm a journalist. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I was going to get the camera. That's what I'm saying. I'm not a get in the field, tr- be trampled by the police kind of girl. Yeah. I'm a live and tell the story kind of girl. Get in that field. Ain't ain't in I'm a, you got to know your role, bro. We need somebody everybody, to tell the story. That's everybody ain't taking rubber bullets, bro. Some Somebody need to pass out water. And that's why I didn't go because I'm from Dallas and during the Bodom John, are y'all familiar with Bodom John? 
Mm-mm. Basically, an off-duty police officer walked into his apartment thinking it was hers and then shot and killed him. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, so oh they were having protests and riots about that in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And it was during the same time as the Black Lives Matter movement. Like 2016? Yeah. Oh, mm. Or 2017? Like 2020. 20. Oh, that second wave. That Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. crazy. Yeah, that second wave. So That was around the time of George Floyd. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, that Black was Lives crazy. Matter. So they was protesting, doing all that stuff. And I remember there was, there was this one night they were downtown on the bridge, the Margaret Hutt Bridge, and that mm-hmm. bridge got shut down, and everybody that was on the bridge arrested. I'm talking my friends, we 17 in high school, arrested? Mm-mm. <laughs> that's no, crazy. That's you were there or no? No, I didn't go. Oh. My mama don't play that. <laughs> <laughs> Glad she don't. Yeah. yeah. right though with them. But at the same time, you gotta think about back in the day during civil rights movement, during right. even the you gotta stand the something. LA riots, back in the 60s, all that stuff, they were having to get trained to go mm-hmm. to those movements. Nowadays. They were like, you're gonna go into this coffee shop that's whites only and yeah they're gonna pour coffee on you they're gonna spit in your face but you gotta sit there and take it and i think that's the difference between our generation and the past generation we don't know our why i know my why but in general as a whole mm-hmm. like back then they knew what they were willing to die for and what they didn't feel like was worth dying for you know what i mean injustice and things of that nature yeah and that's civil rights saying. that's this what generation don't got that for. dog in them. now they want to die over a pair of shoes mm-hmm. they Crazy. killing because you stole his girlfriend yeah like, like they want to die over which like i said if that's your why that's perfectly fine but mm-hmm. it's just like the protests and stuff they just be so disorganized sometimes and sometimes it's just for the purpose of stealing bro like, they'll break into gucci chanel like okay yes those are companies that are yeah. still, you know <laughs> but i feel like if you're gonna not that i endorse looting or anything of that nature because i do not i just want to go on record and say i don't endorse stealing mm-hmm. however you know in the event that looting were to happen mm-hmm. go after the big stuff like go after walmart go after target <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how many people are on WIC and food stamps and can't afford to feed their baby because the formula is just that expensive? Right. Mm-hmm. So, but they'll mess like, around and break into the dad, mom, and pop shop. And, right. and yeah. Also, too, I just want to just rewind back on the baby formula, y'all. Are you not, having a baby? No. Why would you say that? I was asking. A What's question? up with you today, bud? What's that up was with just you? a question. A baby. <laughs> Go ahead, Haji. That's so scary. I'm not having a baby, but I feel for those who have children and mm-hmm. want to take care of them and just can't because mm-hmm. people are crazy. Mm-hmm. How y'all gonna sit up here and steal all this baby formula and then be trying to sell it back for more than the can cost? And then I used to work like, at Walmart back home. Mm-hmm. We had to limit how many formulas we was yeah, giving out. Yeah, like two cans per person, person or something yeah. like that. It was we 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 did three, but oh, well, we did four actually. Really? But still, that's a, that's a, a minimum. Like to have a limit is crazy. That is true. Imagine if you have twins, especially or if you're getting government assistance, you should be able to buy. Much right. They're, they're coming in paying with WIC was their main But source. then again, if so. they're low, what y'all expect them to do? You want to go in You're there? You're not low, bro. You know how big Walmart is? Well, they are low, but it's the fact that they shouldn't be low as a country. <laughs> Why are we low? They ain't low. Mm-hmm. Why they want are we you mass to think they low them? so that you can help get the population to where they want the population to be. What? Mm-hmm. So the baby's gonna die? Because all the people who can afford to have baby food make their stuff organic. They don't have to go and buy baby formula. They're making it at home. <laughs> I don't want to make it a race thing, but y'all know no, that's my that's my thing i make everything a race it thing, is a race thing. Mm-hmm. people who can not even a race thing just people who are wealthy enough to be able to not need wig they don't need to buy baby powder yeah 
not baby powder, powder formula. They don't need to buy it. Mm -hmm. So Walmart don't care about the people who on wick. They're not low in no baby formula, like for real. Like that baby formula probably went in the factory in that in that factory thing since we were like babies. And they just taking low shipping it because they want people to die. Oh Lord. Not like that sounds crazy. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I get what you like, y'all read the read the chat. We got we got listeners that's that's making comments. Apply for wick. So and they pay for nobody okay. really. I'm not gonna say the Instagram name, but someone said that's why you apply for WIC and they pay for nobody really buy it with their money. Oh, that's why you apply for WIC and they pay for it. Nobody really buy it with their own money. Oh. Oh, okay. But right. I feel like that's another reason why people are so, well, the higher ups become aggravated that people have assistance. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, y'all aren't working, y'all getting government assistance. Yeah, but it's like y'all higher up and y'all not paying the same amount of taxes that I am. True. So how you gonna get mad? I learned that in economics. Rich people don't pay ta taxes as much as poor people do. Of course not. <laughs> they don't have the same taxes. The rich get richer. Yeah. Okay, so the next topic we're gonna get into is the Fizz app. We're gonna up it up a little bit. You feel me? So for those who may not know, who may not attend FAMU, this or any other HBCU campuses. Oh, for real? I just thought this was Child, on FAMU. Yes. Campus. We're okay. We only see FAMU. So for those who don't know what the Fizz app is, it's basically an anonymous Twitter. Long story short. So basically, you could post any pictures, videos, or comments and you're anonymous, quote unquote. <laughs> Only person who knows who you are is like the developer of the app. That's why I honestly, I purposely feel like there's somebody who could see everything going on. They know who's saying what. I mean, yeah, but one day all y'all like get exposed. So you think like, like someone here knows? I believe so. I, I, oh, I really well, feel like. Well, I heard that it's two white guys that own it. Yeah. Really? It is. Yeah, that's what I heard and that they only have, and they have five moderators. So that's are we actually late? So like, when did no, this come out? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Other other, uh, other schools, schools had this. Well, but wow. I think we got hip to it when they brought side chat to FAMU, and then somebody was probably like, "Bro, Fizz is better. Let's get Fizz." Yeah. But low key, if you look at the quality of the app, side chat is technically better because you can join different communities what is on side chat. You never heard of side chat? <laughs> side no. chat is like the more it's like public. I feel fit. like it's cleaner. It's more oh haha -ha. yeah oh jokey meme yeah. While Fizz is more oh I'm finna go jump in the in the sorority line at Set Friday. Like what? Yeah. what you, why would you say you that? Two hundred upvotes. <laughs> And I'm yeah. gonna go do this. So, okay, so I looked into it. So, the Fizz app was created by two Stanford students. See, told you. Ashton Kofer and Solomon. That's how Facebook was created? Mm-hmm. Except he went to Harvard. And now they stealing people money. Watch out. And then, so, <laughs> it says they stepped away from Stanford classes to focus on running the app full time. What? Yeah, they probably That's what happens it, when you can afford to go to Stanford in the first place. Uh, true. Mm -hmm. How much money y'all think they making? A lot. I mean, black, black people are a trillion dollars. We're a trillion dollar community. Well, like the PWIs are probably using it too, though. For sure. Yeah. If or this I'm was established at Stanford, it, it's definitely not right. just at HBCUs. Yeah. Yeah. So, do y'all use Fizz? I of do not. Of course I do. I, I do not. Fizz. I enjoy Fizz. It's fun. What's the craziest thing y'all seen on it? I can't say it on air. Craziest but it's cra thing it I seen on Fizz was students are very dirty. Meet me in the laundry room at 11 p.m. For what? What? You know what? What do you think? You, what else? What, what, what? We, we finna wash. You finna give me some Tide Pods. <laughs> <laughs> no, something I seen. I'm pulling up my Fizz right now. Something I seen on there was like, 
Oh. Bro, they be ch- talking about the geese a lot. Who on the fourth floor in Samson making all that noise? Right. Yeah. Like, people are very bored on Fizz. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They made a graphic for the geese. Ain't gonna lie. They was talking about me on Fizz, y'all. They was talking was about Fizz? Yeah. What they said? The who? Somebody asked. The who? They was talking about him on... What? They was talking about Jamal on Fizz? He really? About, he about He's to about to tell us. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> Go ahead, Maul. Somebody said... <laughs> He probably y'all, wrote it. No, 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 no. He probably did. I'm not gonna lie. Y'all gonna think I'm y'all gonna think I'm lying, but it's okay. When we get off air, I'm gonna send y'all the screenshot. Somebody said who who y'all think is the fine, one of the finest men at Fan Nobody Buke. said that. And somebody quote me too. Oh my god. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. Ain't nobody said that. Anyway. I didn't think I'm lying, so now I gotta send the screenshot. <laughs> Anyway, no, no, the screenshot was who, what he just said, and then somebody else said, Jamal, did you post this? <laughs> Nobody said Jamal, like, as in, like, they were answering the question, no, yes, was they Jamal. Did, no, they did not. Bro, you gonna tell me yes, what's on the screenshot. Bro, you sent it in the no, chat. Did not. <laughs> all right, all right. Y'all, y'all, Ryan from the, Ryan from no, the no, real no, dumb no, in the no, second, no, y'all. No, 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 did, boy. Don't even worry about it. No, because he sent that screenshot in the chat, and I read it. How it was said. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Ryan knows how Fizz works because he doesn't even have the app. So did you guys you, are gonna. So look. What you said, the screenshot. Did, did you they know? Go look at the screenshot. Go look at the screenshot, boy. Oh yeah, Ryan, pull it up and show us so we can. If y'all already really... sent it, bro, what? Because <laughs> he left the. Bro, go send he went to... Who y'all ladies think are some of the finest men at FAMU? Eyes emoji. Somebody... Anonymous. Jamal, this you? <laughs> You don't know how the app r- works. Bro, they Somebody. said Jamal is you. They asking if you're the one who posted that. And I said no. But that I'm doesn't saying, mean they're but saying you're the finest saying man you, on bro. Are y'all slow? That is a quote retweet at the top. Jamal, y'all finna no. blow me. Jamal. Oh my God, Jamal. y'all don't know how Twitter works. So slow, y'all so. Okay, okay, I didn't see it. Okay, so technically, none of us were wrong then. Okay, no, but Ryan, you wrong. didn't tell us that it said Jamal at the top. Okay, but personally, <laughs> I didn't see Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they said Jamal is you as to Jamal is this you who said Jamal yes and then I rep- but I'm the Jamal, one that, you didn't I'm the- explain that well no all y'all had to do was somebody read. Said, no no wait, no 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 because you were saying as, no 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 because on the contrary you were basically <laughs> saying that I was wrong completely like they didn't say this. Jamal this you question no, mark question mark no, you said, said they did not say that they said only said Jamal okay 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 back to what we were saying if y'all bring it back if y'all really want to get the tea on Fizz y'all really want to get the drama <laughs> what you do is you go to that bottom left and you press that search bar Ooh, what you searching right <laughs> i'm not telling y'all but i will say this it show you all stuff of the, that be it show you whatever's popping or whatever's trending oh they got oh. they got what they have trending stuff on oh, here yeah. oh yeah oh my gosh no no i knew that first Listen, of all I don't thank have you the app oh. ryan ryan please i don't be using fizz <laughs> like that i don't, I don't. Right. but now i'm finna hop on because I, I can never get into twitter y'all know if that one tall light-skinned guy with locks and bbl <gasps> They talking about. Oh. They talking about. Mm. <laughs> does he? I'll leave my brother alone. Right. No, leave they my brother. Leave my brother name out this. Well, does he? <laughs> Let me stop. We don't lie. Anyway. Anyway. 
they having fun on the app now. Ooh. We supposed Ooh. to talk about the app, not be on the app. Right. Yeah. So okay, my thing with Fizz <laughs> is okay. So my thing with Fizz is like, yes, it's a very fun app. You know, I be on there late at night and it just be really that be you. No, it don't be me. I just be reading. Trust me, I just be reading. <laughs> <laughs> and so it just sometimes it be real funny. Sometimes they just be saying stuff just to say stuff. Like y'all just be, they just they, be y'all want Fizz. It's want really fizzes. just people be on there BSing. Like that's really it. And it's just so funny. Like I love it there. People be making up rumors too. That's why I don't. I don't like. think they be making them up. No, no. Continue the episode. Next topic. We can't do yes. fizz no more. Okay. <laughs> you see, fizz is amazing. Wait, we gotta redo fizz. Fizz. Fizz need to get deleted. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, man. I do not agree. I think fizz is cute. I really enjoy the app. I feel like this is the one time where everybody can say what a lot of people have already been thinking without getting bullied on the internet. Um, maybe people need to get bullied on the internet. What? Yeah, but like <laughs> by anonymous people, it's better because if you get bullied in public, like that really, really messes it messes up your. My thing is like they just trying to be so big and bad and bold, knowing that I just feel oh, like you only your doing attic, this. You're bad. Like you're only doing this because um you're only doing this because you're it's anonymous. Like right. Yeah, I feel like as long as you're not naming names and actually bullying. Right. Then it's a fun app. I'm, I'm not complaining about it. I like yeah. it. Because I haven't seen anybody doing that. Mm-hmm. So, my fizz is clean. I don't know what's on y'all for you page. Girl, but fizz, that's not, not how fizz works. I Everybody don't think y'all, yeah, I don't think y'all using the app. Everybody right. has the same I probably, I'm probably not using it right. I'm like, probably not <laughs> using it right because you I, talk about I don't use for you page. <laughs> you probably just don't get on often. So, if you come in the daytime, like, it'd be regular It's regular, stuff. yeah. But you come anytime past, like, 11. They be chilling See, that's the problem. Y'all up there and... During the day, they just post stuff. They just be posting pictures they be seeing on campus of crazy stuff. Like a, a car halfway on a curb. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Who car Yeah, is that's this? what I be seeing. Who's no, car No, that is? was crazy, though. And then somebody replied and was like, get my car. Get my yeah. car off of here. <laughs> Don't be posting my car without my permission. But first of all, see, that's why they need to stay in school. Because one thing journalism in J school teaches us is that anything is free game. You can photograph anything in public. Carbon and, footprint. And anyone in public. And they can't do nothing about it. So next time y'all get mad at somebody recording y'all, just remember that it's within their right of free speech. No, don't record me. I mean, you could get mad, but it's I not illegal. I saw myself in somebody's campaign video. Not campaign video. They was just like passing out candy on the set and I was in it. But like, I didn't know they were recording. Now they're trying to use you for clout. I didn't know they were recording when they were talking to me. Mm-hmm. So like, I get tagged in the video and I'm like, oh. Mm. Okay. All right. So the next topic dealing with Thune Cookman with their situation with the students. Mm. So currently, BCU students are currently protesting um, in regards to the living situations and circumstances um, that um, create a havoc on their campus currently. Um, so what do y'all think about the whole situation regarding Bethune and just kind of do you think kind of in a sense, how does that relate into not just FAMU students, but just HBCU students in general? Well, I'm going to say this. Growing up with people who've wanted to go to BCU their whole life, you know how it's a Florida thing but you know how people grow up like their legacy like like my friend he's legacy he's in a band mm-hmm. there he love everything BCU yeah and I feel like um, first of all BCU is a public university I mean it's a private, private uni- yeah. a private university which means that their alumni are at fault for a lot of conditions that they are going through right now and I just feel like if you're not going to do the things that you need to do to sustain the environment at school I mean at your school then put it in the hands of somebody else like 
I don't understand why they keep having the same issues over and over and over again. But y'all live at the Classic and y'all give a y'all selling all this stuff at the Classic. Every vendor need to be giving a portion of their stuff back to their school. Mm -hmm. Mold in 2023 is crazy. There's no reason any HBCU or any institution should be having molding dorms. No cop. And then the whole Ed Reed situation. That's a whole nother thing because to me, I feel like I understand why they didn't solidify his contract after the comments that he made because I guess it was like kind of a private thing i just kind of hate that the students didn't understand the severity of what he did you know what i mean i hate that mm -hmm. the students are protesting in support of him because it's just like some people feel like okay he said what needed to be said but then some people feel like oh yeah get him out of here so do you think somebody if somebody came to famu and pointed out everything that's wrong with famu that they would be in the wrong on put on social media yes because that's so your job to, it's like what happens at home to stay at home yes and we should clean our house privately yes and another thing i'm gonna say about that too i'm and i'm only saying that for hbcu specifically because we stay having people in our business already. But um, another thing I'm going to say about that is how are they, and I mean, my friends bring up these topics all the time. You're a D1 track team, but they're so focused on a football coach. Y'all don't have your own track. That doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. How was keeping him there, like say if they keep him there and they end up being like the top football team in the SWAC, right? Mm -hmm. How does that really help your university? How does that really bring any money into your university as a whole and not just the football program? Mm -hmm. Because that's a problem that we've seen even in FAMU. I mean, we're publicly funded. I mean, we're state funded, so we don't have the same issues because of that. But you see how much money goes to the football team every year. Yeah. Why do the wrestling team got to buy their own equipment? That's real. We have a wrestling team? Exactly. Wow. And nobody even knows that. Mm -hmm. Why does our golf course, golf why is our golf course smaller than this room? Golf course? We have a golf team too. What? We have a golf team, but I've never seen a golf course. No cap. Right. It's so small. Mm -hmm. You would miss it. So, you know, when we look at issues like that, I think I will say that I do appreciate that I haven't seen from Howard specifically. I like how their royal court is getting in the field with them and hosting sit-ins with them at chapel and things like that and actually protesting on their behalf as well. Yeah. I, I don't like to see an HBCU having a full student body protest, but y'all got homecoming going on in the stadium. People outside in tents, but y'all partying in the stadium. Right. I don't like to see that. BCU though, I'm sitting here like, oh, okay. Mr. BCU in the, in the field. Oh, he in the field? He in the yeah. field. I haven't really been ke uh, keeping up with it because since before coming to Florida, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know what BCU was. Mm -hmm. I never heard oh, of wow. it. It's not promoted. No, I've, I've heard that pretty often too. Like a lot of students who has not resided in Florida mm -hmm. before coming to school here, yeah. they don't really know about BCU. BCU is really like, you gotta be from Florida to If you know, know you know. Yeah. 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 And I definitely didn't know. And to so. people who aren't from Florida, they don't understand the rival either. Like yeah. my roommate, she from Indiana like the way she talk about BCU I'd be like no let's put respect on BCU because at the end of the day respect. they're the only HBCU founded by a black woman mm. like let's let's put respect on BCU now like okay. it's a cutesy rival like oh yay y'all football team suck but nah that's basically our stepbrother stepsister sister sister that's basically like our stepsister so it's like the school any HBCU I feel like is to be commended but BCU specifically I feel like it's real close to my heart because I I just feel like mm -hmm. the school is not a bad school. Why they just, go there? Oh, see, I wanted to do J school, so. <laughs> they don't have journalism? They do, but it's not as good as FAMU's. I feel like BCU is good if you want to do business admin, administration, or education. That's the best two majors I've seen come out of BCU, personally. They, SBI is like ours. Like, you have to have internships to be able to graduate out of it. Mm -hmm. You come straight out with a job. Gotcha. Their law enforcement and criminal justice is also really good. But journalism, oh, the time I applied for FAMU, J school had just went to the White House, so I was like, mm -hmm. Why would I pass up that type of opportunity to go to Daytona when I live in Orlando? Yeah. 
And I mean, honestly, personally, from what I have seen, um, I had seen different students talk about like just their, their living circumstances and just their experiences, like even just coming upon campus to where they didn't really get that true, um, like regular college experience that mm-hmm. they should get because of all of the issues going on and how the bigger issue isn't like just the issues going around. It's how these, these issues have been happening. But now that the students are protesting and more people are knowing BCU, now they want to acknowledge all of the issues going on, but the issues that they haven't taken time to actually they know they knew what the issues were but they didn't take time to actually create solutions and go mm-hmm. about figuring out a way how to handle these issues and situations now so I think that's where all this frustration mm-hmm. is coming around and honestly I completely understand because even in regards to FAMU there's definitely I believe some issues that the student body does not know of honestly oh for sure and issues that I believe impacts all of us and that we necessarily need to, to know so we can figure out how to go about it so mm-hmm. we're just creating solutions and a better experience for everybody and there won't be so many struggles to it when it comes to like financial aid or housing there's all these issues to where you got to call everybody and their mama to figure out Mm -hmm. okay how do I find a place to stay in the Mm -hmm. dorm how do I get enough money to pay for my classes by this time so I don't got to wait another two three semesters to graduate you know just stuff like that and then when you do graduate you can't get your (laughs) you can't get your degree because Because you got a hole (laughs) right and I will say another thing too um I know I mean like I said all of the um um, president Robinson beef slash they talk about how good of a president Humphreys was when he was here and a lot of people are just disappointed with um, Dr. Larry and I genuinely don't understand why I feel like he's great but I will say this when looking at COVID and even Hurricane Irma and also looking at the housing crisis that we experienced last fall mm-hmm. the speed and the efficiency at which FAMU tackled that issue mm-hmm. was actually like I feel like that was a record. He got that whole, they got that whole thing together within like a month. Mm-hmm. And although like we be like, oh, fam, you this, fam, you that, they do everything they can to make sure we're straight. They don't just kick us out on the street when there's a hurricane and just make everybody evacuate. Mm-hmm. Other HBCUs, they have to evacuate for any minor inconvenience. What school you know let you stay on campus when a pandemic is just running super rampant? What school you know buys up an entire complex so that students can have a place to stay? What school you know partner with a lab so that you can have drugs drug testing and um, STD testing and free um, contraceptives and contraceptives Plan and B's. COVID testing COVID te- and all of these things without the having no insurance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel like when we look at HBCUs and just all of the things that are going on, all the schools, all schools deal with the same issues and we only highlight the bad when it's a black school. That's real. So, so okay, so let me ask y'all this. So what do you, what do y'all believe should be the next step in the direction that BCU or just HBCU HBCUs in general should take in progression to make sure that students they're receiving the best experience and when there are issues within the university that it's not being just put on the back burner but it's being acknowledged right away to where the issue doesn't enlarge to where you know students don't have to protest mm-hmm. and etc. I think first I guess students need to at least find out who they're protesting against. Mm-hmm. Who's really in charge. Like if something were to happen right now and there was a protest breaking out everybody would probably go in front of hall because that's where larry's office is and just mm-hmm. be <gasps> yeah but larry don't like what can he do right. that's why they so, say 
don't go to the head honcho first. You got to go to the lower men who actually doing stuff. Yeah, and like work. And it's find like out. Uh, I was gonna make his, gonna make his way. Yeah, full yeah. circle. He's like a figurehead. Yeah. Yes, he's the president. Yes, he's he runs everything. But he has everybody doing. He just signs the paper. Yeah, yeah, he, he just don't really do nothing. He, or makes the press like there at the end of the day. We don't want to say he don't do. Yeah, he does. He does. But but when you look at the big picture of the whole university, housing that's every university. Yeah. You know, so I think one as students we need to do our part in finding out who we need to protest who's in charge who's in charge for real who's really really the the problem <laughs> first we need to do that two we might have to take a little more initiative mm-hmm. if you talking about all this trash and the school all dirty you the football coach make them clean it up and find yeah. them find them or deduct from their scholarship every time you see them littering yeah problem solved then also i think this may be a little extreme but i think that the national alumni association of whatever school we're talking about mm-hmm. whether it be famu or bcu they need to just renew their contract and they need to pay a fee up front to be a part of that association mm-hmm. because that's money that the school needs. I mean, yeah, our alumni association is nice because, like, they give out scholarships. I've been the recipient of one, so thank y'all for that. Thank y'all. But mm-hmm. if we were a private school, y'all need to donate money more. Mm-hmm. The whole school is being funded based off that. They don't have, like, all those type of grants. But I feel like that's a problem within itself, too. Like, why is their only source of funding from their alumni? Because they're a private school. I'm saying, though, but even though for a university being established as long as BCU has been established, yes, it's a private university, mm-hmm. but I don't think that should be a reason to where they're only receiving funding from their alumni. So or even think, the like, fact... celebrities and people should donate? Or, like, what do you... What do you what I mean, do you I don't have a specific reason or I don't have a specific source that where they should be receiving their funding from but i do believe that bcu them being a private university i just feel like they should have more than one source of funding it, and not not even just that the fact that they're a private university and the amount of money that students have to pay already i don't understand how you kind of end up in these predicaments unless something behind the scene where the money isn't going where it's supposed to be going which that's a whole nother thing well let's well. think about it like this too so it's kind of like the banking system right like you put your money in the bank and then like they're going back and they're trading it and then every time you get your interest back, like you're like a millicent off of what you put in there the first time, right? Because mm-hmm. all that trading happens behind the scenes. So all of the money that we have, our financial aid and stuff, that's digital money. If I say, okay, yeah, I want this scholarship from BCU. I want a full ride academic scholarship that pays $30,000 just my tuition, not including my dorm and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. All they did was type it in the computer and say, okay, yeah, she got the scholarship. It's paid off. They never had that $30,000 themselves to actually award it to you. Mm-hmm. You just qualified for the scholarship and you were granted it. So why are they offering money that they don't have? Because they need to keep just keep enrollment. No. Still, but at the same time too, I feel like... You're setting yourself up. I think so too, but I don't know. I feel like their issue is they're, they might be running off of like emergency funds right now. And Instead I understand that, like, but then they need to reroute a, a, but a better another thing plan I will then. say, like, it's not just a BCU issue because even with FAMU, I get confused about financial aid. Like, what do y'all mean... What do y'all what do y'all mean? Like in regards you, to what? If you have a scholarship or you know you have financial aid or like me, I have to take out loans for, to pay for my education. Mm-hmm. I know how much money I took out. Right. Why my stuff not paid on time? It's not making sense. Y'all could just click the button. Y'all, last semester I had these two scholarships. And so I was going into finance like and my my balance wasn't paid off and it should have been because I had scholarships. So I'm going to financial aid. I'm like, I I'm supposed to have like money still. And then I go in there and it says minus a certain amount. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling people, I'm like, it says that money was taken out. Why was money taken out? I'm talking to the people, they don't know what's going on. I had to go to financial aid like three days in a row. 
And they telling me, oh, we see you had two scholarships. We thought one of them was given to you on accident, so we took the money back. And right. Now, who told you that was an accident? What? The I've same heard that stuff happened to me. Do, yeah. The same thing happened to me. take my whole scholarship away. Like, give it back. <laughs> that had me so mad. My mom was getting on me because I don't I don't understand. Like, I do not get nothing about financial aid, that yeah. whole website stuff that tell mm-hmm. you the money. Like, I don't understand. Like, I just... Was it funded by them or was it the outside scholarship that they took? It was outside. What? It was a scholarship. They do that all the time, time bro. And it's like crazy I got two different scholarships like from right. other people. And they, they do that all the time. time. They took money out my account. They do that account. all the so time. So will fam, you give you multiple scholarships? They can. I'm yeah. not going to lie. If you, you have can. too much money coming in, they're taking some away. But yeah. either way, though, Why? that's not your job to do that. Your job is to click the button and say, her <laughs> stuff is paid for. Go ahead and send her whatever else didn't pay for her education. Right. Give that well, back to And I'm not saying, because at first I thought it was more of a domestic thing i thought the people in the office was pocketing the money Mm -hmm. because you know i was ignorant at that point in time now i know that the lack of efficiency probably just comes from the fact that we are an hbcu because in 2023 there really shouldn't be no issue we should why are we having the same issues as the alumni that came that's coming back every year talking about oh Oh, yeah yeah, we used to go through that too what do you mean it's 2023 y'all got the the hot everything high tech everything's high tech y'all got a brand new system that y'all was talking about last year we got to all this duo authentication to get in our account really to begin with. And then with. I always hear that they're understaffed. Why are y'all understaffed? <sighs> well, I'm, I'm not going to get into that on air, but the tea is hot. And then honestly, as as well, our mom, what you were saying earlier about how if you have a little bit of too much money, they'll take some of that away. To an extent, that is true. It is true. But it's not. But they shouldn't do that because people, you know, people have to live off their refund. Well, okay, let me like, explain why. Let me explain why. Because from what I had learned, I didn't know this until I got here, but if you're on a full ride, from fam you basically any extra funds now over the amount of your balance of your tuition or your housing then they'll take that right back mm-hmm. but if you're not on a scholarship specifically from fam you or like full ride then any outside scholarship that you then receive then you should receive back as for a yourself right yeah but either way that doesn't make any sense because it don't make sense i got the scores yeah. i deserve this money you granted me this money you're right you're, you're absolutely yeah. right. It doesn't matter how much extra money I got because y'all said that I met the criteria in this area. Mm-hmm. I could have got a scholarship for singing at a club. Yeah, and then they, that's their this, money. Me singing ain't got nothing to do with my SAT scores. Why are you taking money from me singing? Which that's when the that's where the business standpoint of FAMU comes in, not really looking at like, oh, you're a college student. They're looking at it from a business standpoint like, yeah. okay, how do we get as much money as we can yep. to keep funding? But either way, I would have a, I have fault with that too because we're state funded. So yeah. why are you taking money? from the students. Yeah. Exactly. One thing I don't like is that the only way to get full scholarships is to apply for them before you come to the school. Mm-hmm. And it's a deadline. Like, you have to be accepted. And, and you, you have to be, you can't you have reapply. To be That's the crazy part. You have to be accepted before, like, October. Yeah. And in high school, they're telling you the deadline for, your for like, early action mm-hmm. applications yeah. is November. Yep. November 1st. So, that's where I messed up because I didn't even apply to FAM until December because mm-hmm. I was stuck on Howard. Yeah. So, then I'm trying, okay, let me get a scholarship. Oh, actually, it closed in October. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's deciding to go to college in October of their senior year? Well, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess, but yeah. at the same time, it should at least be November, mm-hmm. December. December. But yeah. also, too, you gotta think about like the balance of everything. Everybody don't get to, everybody don't get to be privy to the same opportunities. And what if I don't, I didn't have to apply for those scholarships my freshman year? What if I need them now, sophomore year, junior right. year? Yeah. I agree. But now it's too late because I didn't do it I freshman feel like year. Scholar- applying for scholarships and the whole culture of scholarships is a scam. I hate to say it, y'all. I hate to say it. As like a scholarship time, recipient, I'm still, I still believe it. Every time I get a scholarship, I feel like I just won the lottery because it was a one in a million chance. I feel like they didn't read my essay and mm. it was just like, oh, let's pick 
her? I don't know. I feel like, because I just remember applying to so many scholarships day and night, day and night, I feel you. day and night, day and night, never getting one. Exactly. That's exactly the moment my GPA know. dropped, that's when I finally got one. And I was just like, and even when that happened, I don't even know if I qualified for that one fully or if they just saw that I needed the money that bad. <laughs> but I was just like, bro. But yeah, I was just like, applying for scholarships is a scam. Now, I will say this though, making good connections with people and asking if they're what they do, like if you like, you know how you go to the internship fairs and stuff, and you're not really in it yet to where you can do internships over the summer, like if you're a freshman or you're sophomore, mm-hmm. ask if they have scholarship opportunities. For sure. Get a scholarship from somebody like you met or you know, you know personally, because mm-hmm. then they're going to move stuff around to make sure that you can receive those things. Or just, you know, I'm better with stuff like that. I like to shake hands and be face to face. Yeah. But applying for all them scholarships, I, it becomes a, an assignment, bro. Like apply, doing homework and then applying for scholarships for three hours on end and never getting one mentally that did, it couldn't work for me i said let me just take the invisible loan money and then i'll just pay it back when i get famous that's literally my plan <sighs> invisible yeah i, I see it as invisible money because it's like it's digital to me all money is invisible it is currency is a concept interesting but when i take out loans i don't be like oh my god i'm taking it out i no. do i'll be so sad i'm investing in my future i, don't. I, sh- I just it's what, an investment what else can I it's do? an investment what like what i'm supposed to not me, be in school i don't have credit so and my parents don't have good credit so i can't Take oh. out loans. Mm-hmm. No, I started my credit in high school. That's see, probably. my mom, she was like so she ne- she did not want me to take out loans. Like she always like she kept yeah. telling me scholarships. And I would be applying, but you know you don't get every scholarship. So yeah. then like I had to start taking out loans and she was upset because my mom had so much money in student loans. Like she was still yeah, paying my mom back too. She's still she what's the thing? The parent plus loan? They paid them back. Oh, oh the body. I mean, they too? paid them off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Loan relief. So my mom was so happy. So yeah. now she don't care about me taking. My mom didn't care already because it was just like, I have not done a parent plus loan now. I haven't yeah, signed anything with my that. mom attached. I don't know yeah. the difference between no loan. I just be That's not that. good, Nyla. Well, but that's how you get roped up in them because you have to. I'm going to say, you got to definitely. You got you to gotta you gotta educate yourself on what you gotta type of loans you get You got to educate yourself because at that point, like, you got to find out when when it starts accruing interest or, like, when you have to yeah. start Subsidized, back. unsubsidized. Yeah, like, because yeah. most of the loans, all the loans I've taken out, I don't have to pay that back until so I've had my degree for at least a year or two. Yeah. So you have to just look at stuff so and just like s- size it up. Yeah. Or you could just ask, if you've already taken out loans, then just ask your provider. It'll be in your email. Yeah. Just My provider? Your loan provider. The people who gave you the money. Uh-huh. And just go look at it and then call them up and be like, hey, We're going to so take some time to figure that we'll out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll have to do a one-on-one. Say is, y'all, don't be afraid to take out loans. It's an investment. If you know how to pay your bills on time, you'll be fine. Right. Well, with that being said, we're going to give our shout-outs and then we're going to end the show on that note. The call. All right. <laughs> go ahead. Go, go yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to God. Shout out to my family. Shout out to all my friends. And shout out to all the listeners and everybody that tuned in into the live today. We really appreciate y'all. Shout out. To, <laughs> shout out to Samuel Musler. Shout out to the Anthony Jameson. Shout out to Jeffrey. Shout out to Ashante. Shout out to Raina. Shout out to Lindsay. Shout out to Kyla. Shout out to Celine. Um, who else I could be giving my shout outs to? I don't remember. Shout out to my five mother and my stepfather. The brothers of Five Me Alpha. Oh Lord. Oh. Shout out to them too. Okay. That's it for me. For sure. <laughs> go ahead, Nala. Okay. Shout out to everybody that was on the live. Yes, we really appreciate it. And oh, do we have a um? Yes, 
say just you could you could say it. So what? Whatever you want it to be. The word. Oh. Subsidized. Subsidized. That's the uh. Subsidized. That's that's the word. The word of the episode. The so. word of the episode. If you hear that, know that. For um. Sure. And yeah, if you're listening, Colt Red, February 18th. Be there or be square. That's it. For sure. Mall. Uh, shout out to this bed. I'm about to get in. Shout out to uh my cast members. Shout out to my brothers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Shout out to God always. Shout out to my family, friends, and loved ones. Shout out to Ruth. Shout out to everybody who tuned in as always. We appreciate y'all. Y'all stay tuned for the next episode of Millennials Emotions. Again, we appreciate you for listening throughout the episode and stay tuned. Bye. Bye. Millennials in Motion is a product of WANM FM 90.5 in the School of Journalism and Graphic Communication at Florida AM University.